Hey awesome nerds, it's Jeremy here just before the episode starts again. I just wanted to say thank you for everyone that came out to Oz Comic Con and watched the panel with me, Ben and Afith. Uh, really appreciate it having you there and I hope that you're going to enjoy this episode as much as you enjoyed the panel. Alright, talk to you soon. Hey, awesome nerds, and welcome to another episode of D&D and TV, a weekly podcast where we talk, rewatch and recap the shows that we really enjoy and talk about how the themes, concept, and characters could be used in different RPGs. I am your host, Jeremy, and today I am joined by my lovely co-host, Nina. Hello. G'day. Howdy doody. How are we doing today, fellow nerds and compadres? Um, yeah. I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. I'm sure our listeners are as well. Uh, today we are talking about Star Trek, Next Generation, ep- yep, season no one, change. episode nine. <laughs> just, uh, just another and another and another. Hit me again and, and again. It's a lot. <laughs> but um, there is a is lot. No there's, like, there's like 25 episodes of this season. So we're going to be Man, here for a while. Here for a it's while. It's going to be a fun time. Yeah. Although it's, look, just, we are- it's a solid education in how interesting and different these episodes are like true. you can get one one episode like last week the battle good i found kind of fun new age sci-fi from the 80s and then we get hit with this which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. which is straight up not as good <laughs> no and also an introduction to i guess cleon sex and a whole bunch of <laughs> interesting yeah. concepts and things like oh, anyway but we've yeah had a, we've had uh, an idea about Klingon sex before um, yeah, that we we knew Wolf wasn't getting any Klingon sex, but like, like Wolf's now not getting any sex, now Klingon we know. or otherwise. Yeah. yeah, now we know for sure. Like we had an inkling before that maybe he needed some special, like I don't know, alone time. But now it's like, nope, he no one's touching nobody. He ain't getting mm-hmm. nothing. It's been decades. He's dusty. So it's uh, <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of new revelations in this episode. Anyway, oh, I yeah. I. What did you think, Jeremy? I didn't really like. I couldn't, I, I, I got through it. Yeah, me too. Me too. It happened. It was another one to exist. Not as bad as the others. Some of the earlier yeah. ones. Uh, yeah. Definitely not as bad as Code of Honor or uh, maybe the even last the naked, outpost. I don't know. Yeah, the naked the now was still good. Was, yeah, it's it's become it's become good because it's yeah. In not comparison. as bad as the others. In comparison, yeah. it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, it's a it's an interesting episode. This one, I'll have to get into it. But I one, yeah. one of the reasons this episode is good because it is the return of Q because it is hide and Q, uh, which doesn't really make sense in my why they named it that. But in this episode, Q interrupts an urgent Enterprise mission and tempts Riker by endowing him with extraordinary powers. Uh, the choice of the word endowing to me is always amusing. <laughs> I love the thumbnail on Netflix. It's just like uh, Jonathan Frakes, like laughing hysterically like a beautiful like oh, i love it it's perfection it's great oh i know the yeah. i know the shot yeah that's yeah um, like, <laughs> i'm oh, looking oh, at oh, it oh. now <laughs> he oh looks so maniacal and awful uh oh, yeah the acting sorry. in this not great not great no. and i love some of the yeah like i love picard i love I, I mean um i love patrick stewart and yeah denise crosby and jonathan frakes they're all 
great actors, but for some, something's throwing them off in this one. I don't know what it is, uh, but we'll get into it later. But this one specific scene that I just I hate, it's so cringe, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Thinking about how many scenes, like, I don't have any scenes, how many locations they actually use. It's like, there's only three or four. Um, to yeah, for truth. this episode. Yeah, and I'm wondering oh, whether this was a little bit of the bottle episode idea where it's like, hey, let's um, shut down a lot of the crew. We don't need as many casts. We'll all do all the ship scenes on the bridge. That way yeah. we'll save a bit of money. And they yeah. just like rushed it out. Yeah, uh, for sure. Because like, who, like, Mar- Mar- like Troy is in there, Counselor Troy. Yeah. She's off somewhere, so they don't even have her. And it is, yeah, it's just the bridge and then this like hokey two sun planet that looks like screen background painted and yeah. like you know dug up from the depths of some other episode so it's like yeah okay we'll just oh and like weird like regency oh not regency when was napoleon uh, uh no napoleon. that was regency sure. or, or around yeah napoleon like what is it french, french uh soldiers, uniforms yeah. french shoulder uniforms that are like- french shoulders but like soldiers sorry but like we weird pig people like mm-hmm. a fucking it just seems like someone's thrown a whole bunch of shit like what have we got in the costume cupboard okay let's go who's got some like weird silicon face shit we can put on people and uh and call it a call it an alien well that, <laughs> that's what original that. series was that the, when they couldn't really when they were running out of uh money in the budget they would just grab gangster uniform or gangster outfits from from costume like oh and they go to a planet where everyone's a gangster or everyone's a cowboy <laughs> Yeah, but like it's kind of endearing in in different epi- like different series because like they must have just taken that and ran with it. But like I didn't know they solely did that in original season or the yeah. original season because of low costume budgets. But fuck, I mean this is so bad. But yeah, this is anyway. this feels to me like the the dungeon master hasn't prepped the the game master yeah. is like oh shit we got a game and I gotta fill some time basically while we go to the next location. Uh, I'll give somebody quick, quick, a uh, quick, so, quick moral dilemma and let them role play um, it out. Exactly. Who, who, who have we dealt with? Okay, Q, he was bad, I guess. So we'll bring yeah. him back and, uh, and uh, we'll throw him some, I don't know, weird uniforms. And, and this time we'll have him fucking with Mr. Riker or instead of a fucking Picard because different and uh, plot and, and shit. Let, let's, see, let's see what reaction they can get. It's like they, they haven't had a chance to really like stretch up your legs in a while. Let's, uh, let's go for yeah. it. And I'm just going to sit there and players... kind of throw stuff at them and see what happens. <laughs> yes. And one of our players couldn't make it. So we'll just have her off, you know, yes. on some other trip. <laughs> a lot we'll of this felt like. A lot of this felt like the players couldn't make it that week or were like phoning in or um, just showed yeah. up late in some cases. I love it. And it's like the first thing Picard says as well. He's like, oh, we've dropped Yana Troy off at the Starbury base, so she's not here today. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Could have just slipped that in during the episode, but that's fine. She, uh, we know no, she's- no. We, I like that they, they bring it up early. They're just like, yep, and Yar is not going to be here at all. Don't worry about it. And given the plot of the episode, I'm kind of like, Yar, Troy, Troy's Troy, not going to be yeah. there at all. Yar is also not going to be there at all, but that's for a different reason. Yar, again, will be used for, like, to move the plot along because oh. woman. Yeah. <laughs> and also put in a weirdly awkward, sexy, like, sexualized situation. Like, uh, <laughs> that, That's what Why? Yar's good for, apparently. Yeah, just to be awkwardly sexy, but like really, really unnecessarily so. Like, oh man, I don't fucking know. Anyway, uh, okay. Uh, anyway, all right. So we'll we'll get into Not the recap. Jeremy. Yeah, we'll exactly, get into the recap. Yes. So it is we'll that. Why. Uh, just before we do, well, we will. Okay, we're getting into the recap. 
Picard saying that Troy isn't going to be there because she's been dropped off. I do know that the next episode is a Troy centric episode. Oh, okay. And so this maybe feels, this feels like it would have been a really great opportunity to go. This is what the crew's doing, and then have the next episode be all about Troy, and they're barely in it at all. Right, 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 right. See, like that maybe would have that's been making... a cool character thing, but I don't think they do. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's frustrating. Because, like, I, yeah, I feel like they could have used that. I don't, honestly, I have no idea how they've d- decided to throw the season together, like, in, in, in concept of, like, the order of the episodes. Like, I don't know what they were thinking. Because we have some yeah. really strange ones, like, Naked Now, and then before, like, any of the, like, it's just fucking, I don't know. I don't know how they plotted this. Yeah. It's still very strange. <laughs> it is very odd, but there is kind of the ongoing storyline of Wesley like wanting to be on the bridge, but can't be on the bridge. And then he gets made ensign. And then there's like the response to having him go down. So there's like clearly an outline for where they're progressing the plot. Yeah. But they could have, I feel like some well, like with small changes, they could have slotted in different episodes at different times. Like the the naked now could have been way further on. Like, then, or like, you know, at least by a couple of episodes, because then it would have been like, okay, you know, Wesley can be a fuckwit and do stupid things. It's not, you know, in the second episode. Yeah, Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. It'd be interesting to find out. Yeah, I really want to know the logic behind this. Okay, just very quickly, though, the introduction when we, um, the, the, like, the the rating or whatever it is, is, like, PG-13, because it has... In brackets, like up in the top corner, sex and fear, <laughs> and those are the reasons why this is a PG thirteen episode because in it the has same sex. Scene? No, and like it's like a preface to the episode. Oh it's like a warning, like the warning label. If you look, if you watch it on Netflix, it comes up with brackets, sex and fear themes. <laughs> I mean, All that right. is that is Klingon sex in a nutshell to me. Yeah, because there's fear in the sense that it's. It, you know they're gonna get down and, and sex because it's sexy anyway really i was like <laughs> i don't remember great. there being sex in this episode i remember no. there being fear sexy fear anyway sorry <laughs> oh that's fantastic i didn't notice that i obviously <laughs> don't pay attention to that. thank you please do i actually can you screenshot it uh, i don't know anyway yeah. so continue. um the ship is continuing on without diana troy which is sad uh but they're rushing to help a colony a mining colony i believe it was where there's been an explosion a methane explosion um, yes. and they're trying to figure out, you know, they're getting all the, everything ready for a response. The ship's like three hours away and then, oh, look, it's that force field thing that Q uses to stop them. Yeah. The uh, weird, like taking up space barrier fence yeah. mesh thing. That's 3d and the spooky. And, ooh. Anyway. and it is like, oh, not now we're busy. So Q like. <laughs> appears on like the fact the way he appears on the bridge it's not the john delancey version right now it's like no, this no. orb with like like a fleur-de-lis coming out of the top of it it's got and... fucking snakes dude they're like vipers it's like three weird snakes yeah they look like if you look at them they look like viper heads and they're just sort of slowly some weird graphic i don't oh, know anomaly i thought they were just like stationary shoe horns or something that was sticking out of the orb i didn't realize they were heads I thought they looked like snakes, like actual I, I, viper. You're probably snake right. Heads. Yeah, I I'll... was confused as fuck. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" They look <laughs> like, yeah, they look like. I'm, I'm rewatching it now, just on silent, and they look like snakes. Oh, to okay. me anyway. They could be. They could be feudally. I mean, feudally. I, I fucking, I have no idea. But anyway, it's I don't know. different. It's not the cue we've come to love and know. It's no. not the John Delancey we adore. It's this weird it, orb. 
<laughs> it reminds me of the like really old school descriptions of angels where it's like it was a yes! burning wheel with seven eyes and a triangle uh, where its mouth should be and I'm like dude you were just they... stoned but yeah that's kind of yeah. what I'm getting from what they were trying to <laughs> do with this you are high as fuck that is yeah. a burning bush no but like yeah those weird like like several winged several eyed like mm-hmm. uh Farah Farah something Farafifs and uh, fucking I don't know Seraph no Seraphs Sapphite Seraphim Seraphs Seraphim the fucking because he says something as well he's like ooh does my form frighten thee maybe I'll change into something you're more accustomed to and then he changes yeah. back to John the John the Lancey and it's like oh okay he here we are here we know. Yeah, tis the cue. <laughs> tis the cue. Um, I love that everyone's like already aware that it's Q and Q's, and Picard's just like, um, "We're busy. Fuck off." Yeah, yeah. We're doing something. And Wolf, Wolf does this amazing like jump over the like yeah. close up of Michael Dorn, <laughs> and some a stellar stunt performance of him jumping over like the the one of the panels, one of the com panels. And it's, and it's him. Like, it's wow. not like a stunt performer for once. I, I know, but it's great because he's like a yeah. full leap. Um, beautiful, wonderful. But yeah, that's uh, that's the beginning of the episode. We get, and then we go straight to straight into opening credits, and then yeah, and then uh, yeah. I'm pretty certain there was a little bit of exposition, like just going, "Oh, it's Q again. We remember Q from the pilot, sort of." Thing. Oh yeah, that, he's like Q. I can't under like well, we don't have the time for this. Fuck off. And then he's yeah. like, "All right, well, fuck." Um, yeah, and then we get him all suited up in Starfleet. Mm. Um, is Starfleet Admiral, I believe? I think so, yeah. He's going for he's going yeah. for a pretentious admiral. A- admirable? Ad- admiral? Oh, fuck. Ad- admirable admiral. Admiral. Ad- admirable <laughs> admiral. Ad- he, he's looking great. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's, the, the uniforms um, are on point this episode. Yeah, sparkly for some yeah. reason. I don't know why. I don't remember seeing admirals. Starfleet, or the old version of the Admiral Starfleet episodes, um, episodes. outfits yeah, being uh, this sparkly. Kel- Kelly DeForest was a, an Admiral as well, and he didn't have this um, this sparkly uniform. Yeah, I think maybe that's already sort of maybe the French um, attire or the uh, no, was it revolutionary? No, what was that? I'm no, gonna look Napoleonic. up the era. Napoleonic, yeah, coming yeah. into it so because maybe they the just had some extra on hand. Early 1800s. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, so he's um, well. Picard takes very, quite a lot of offense at um, at Q showing up in this this Starfleet uniforms. Like you don't deserve it. And Riker's just laughing away as he always does. Um, and basically, they're saying, "Hey, look, we're we're rushing to rescue these people. Could you please get out of our way?" Um, yeah. And he does. Q kind of is like looking at Riker and say something like, you always seem very amused by all of this. And he does. Because Jonathan Frakes always has this massive grin on his face whenever he's kind yeah. of watching everything go down. And, and you know it gets serious when he stops smiling. Yeah, yeah. He has a shit-eating grin, like snarky yeah. kind of attitude. and Like charmingly snarky in the yeah. background. But, uh, but it gets serious when he stops smiling. <laughs> there is always that um, that trope of a character who's always kind of laughing at their own private joke. Or always smiling yes. at the, the ridiculousness of the world. And that's what I think they've actually managed to do really well with Riker. Like, he makes it an enjoyable trait rather than, fuck that guy. That guy's so fucking annoying. He's always so smug. It's like, yeah, I get what they're trying to go with when they describe that when I see Riker. 
Yes, yes, agreed. He's definitely got like that smugness to him that um that, you know, for initially oh, it does come off as charming because you know, you get to know his actual character and it's like, okay, you're not meaning to be a smug asshole. You just kinda look like one sometimes. Yeah. But uh but the majority of the time he's well meaning. But he's definitely got that like upturn it's cause I think he has such a, a maybe not okay not large in any sense in a bad way just prominent you know how you look at someone it's like a feature he's got a very prominent mouth i can't explain it it's like very he wide he, he has that that Greeny. smile that takes up his entire face yeah cheshire cat smile cheshire yeah. cat smile yeah for sure and but it's not even that it takes up his entire face like when he smiles his whole face smiles like you can see the joy in his eyes like in his brow everything about him just radiates happiness when he's when he's happy yeah, yeah, for sure. He's just a cutie, just a yeah. cutie patootie. Yeah. Jonathan Franks. So Q is there to offer them, I think he says the realization of impossible dreams, which means nothing to me. But Picard's <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, okay, look, we'll deal with you. I'm quite happy to play your little games after I do the mission and if all of our stipulations that I'm going to put in place uh, are met. Yes. Like, exactly. Just, just like, yes, just not now. I'm, I, I'm okay dealing with you, but it's not now. And Q's just like, why are you so mad? Why are you mad, bro? <laughs> Fucking like stirring up so much shit. Just like, hey, why are you not paying attention to me right now? Can you please pay attention to me, please? He's so bratty. Mm-hmm. I love it. I know. It's great. Uh, but Picard goes through the whole history they had with Farpoint and, you know, all the, the issues there. So it's a good little yeah. recap of the scene, of the that episode. Yeah. He's like, he basically, you threatened to convict us as ignorant savages um, and, you know, but, uh, dealing with, like, complex life forms and all this shit. And Q's like, hey, me, me, dealing with complex life. Fucking, what does it, like, he's just, he's just being such a little shit about it. He's like, mm-hmm. seize my vessel, meh, 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 fuck you. Well, uh, if those are the complaints you have, then I'm just going to, like, take your whole bridge crew. And then he takes everybody well, else away. Here's the thing. He, it's there's, like, there's just a moment before that where he's just like, well, if you don't want to play, maybe Riker does. What do you think of this? And this is Riker yeah. was like, uh, we've got no time for these games. We're in a rush. And so he's like, oh, games? Ha ha. And that's what, he be- games? <laughs> that's what he beams everyone away except Picard. Oh, he's such a little shit. <laughs> he is. He's worse than Wesley sometimes, honestly. Just porting, like transporting people off at willy-dilly. Fucking um, outrageous. So um, they all show up on a, a planet and trying to figure out where they are. And Picard's like, yeah. why is my ship working? Engineering? Helmsman, anyone, anyone. The doors don't work. He's kind of trapped on the bridge. They've basically uh, just left him like alone. Oh, they've left. So yeah, the whole bridge crew get like thrown onto this planet. Like, and Picard is just alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's great because they like they're like when when were the captain? Like they said something about the captain, and then it, like because they're on the stuck on this planet, and then yeah. it like shoots back to the captain, and he like. Picard's just pacing, like doing nothing, like kicking mm-hmm. his shoes, looking around. <laughs> He's not like, there's no real sense of urgency that like, oh shit, where the fuck? Why can't I get in touch with any of the rest of the ship? Where are my crew? It's just like him standing there. <laughs> That's uh, really funny. He's always no. so calm about that stuff. He's just like, yep, I'm just going to chill. I'm just going to figure I it know. out. I'm going to think it through. I'm not sure. But like, I get the direction that he's like a stoic, kind of like reserved like captain. But like, yeah. sometimes the way that it's directed, I'm not sure. Because <laughs> I mean, fucking everybody gets like beamed off, and like you don't know where anybody else is, and he can't reach anyone, so he's just standing there, like, cool. mm-hmm. 
Um, but yeah, Sometimes get, I think his get... distraction is to be stoic just so when he's not stoic, it's like a big deal. But then he's so often like his response, it zooms in and he just stands there for like 20 seconds. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> like, You're like, oh, he's so, he's so upset. Yeah, I think, it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it makes it better or it makes it more like intense because it happens so rarely but it doesn't it sometimes happens more than off oh more than more frequently but anyway okay so we get this this m class planet whatever it is it's got two suns it's got the gradient sky it's the gradient sky planet from episode yeah (laughs) whatever i can't remember which i think it was lonely among us maybe i think Uh, all of them have gradient skies honestly yeah look probably true it's probably (laughs) the the last outpost Yeah, the last outpost. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Same planet, different vibe, but like different vibes. Same planet. It's got two, two, two planet, two suns, two, two suns. moons. Uh, two moons, two, I think it is. Yes. Yeah, because two suns is Tatooine, uh, but that's two great. moons <laughs> is somewhere else. Everyone forgets about moons, it's, honestly. It's this planet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it's this, this one. one. This is the planet. M class yeah. world. Um, yeah. So yeah, everybody gets beamed down. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, well, we got gravity and oxygen, twin moons. Where the fuck are we? Uh, and then Yah does um, one of two things that she does in this episode and kind of spots Q over in the distance. So they head over and find him dressed as a Napoleonic marshal. Yeah. Uh, and From the French Revolution. <laughs> the Napoleonic Wars. The French yeah, Revolution was a little bit earlier. Oh, was it? Oh, shit. Yeah. My bad. I thought it was part of the. I just Googled him, Jeremy. What the fuck? <laughs> Napoleon, Napoleon Bonaparte, and later known by his real name, Napoleon the First, was a French military and political leader who rose to prominence during the French Revolution. So, it was during the French Revolution. It, it was, <laughs> but the Napoleonic Wars were a little bit after the French Revolution. So, oh, if we're going to okay, have okay, the, okay. it's like he he cool. became emperor, and that kind of stopped the revolution. Yeah, that's okay. That I guess see where you're going. I see how history plays out. <laughs> history, um, it goes in an order. Uh, <laughs> It has a sequence. <laughs> sequence of events. Um, all right. Well, I'm just going to be calling it the Revolutionary Wars. Okay. Well, well, as long as the word French is in there, it's okay. Um, right. we, we've established that it's French. I think that's kind of the big point of it because they do have a little bit of, um, oh, there's a music cue and I'm pretty certain it's the French National Anthem. Like they've adapted it a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, there's, well, and we'll get to him, but there's, it's not just Q who's no, doing Q's, the French Q's Revolutionary thing. He's yeah. got friends. Um, so anyway, <laughs> he said yeah. he set up a little war tent, um, and he's saying mm-hmm. that people reveal themselves by how they play games rather than than just their actions. So Riker comes yes. down, and um, Q offers him a drink, or he drinks first so that Riker knows it's okay to to drink. And it's it's <laughs> an old fashioned lemonade because Riker yes. was like, I was just thinking of that. Yeah, Riker's like, hmm, this is this is thing. I was just thinking of this lemonade, hmm. And I love how his go-to drink is lemonade. What a I know. Basic I know. I love it. Oh, it's oh. like yeah. The first thing I want, the first thing I'm craving is the lemonade. Very cute. Um, and so yeah, yeah everybody. He, they offer Q just like kind of gives everyone a drink of what they want, and Worf, the pure fucking badass, locks eyes with oh. him and pours it out on the sand. Yeah, pours his blood wine yeah. on the sands, being like, no way am I drinking this shit. But everybody else drinks, except for Data. Data just gets served this weird green liquid. I actually, it's never, he just looks at it. <laughs> no one actually says what it is. No, I assume it was like a drink- smoothie or something. Yeah, or like some oil or something. It kind of looked yeah. really, maybe, 
But the Forge has no problem. Yah has no issue. Everybody seems fine with this whole gonna drink whatever this bitch well, served me. <laughs> again, except Worf. Well, Worf, um, Wolf, Q, yeah. Q explains why he's like, never drink with one's enemy. It's like, fuck yeah. That's Klingon code, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Q is Q is just very passive aggressive towards Klingons, apparently. Oh, uh, uh, he is. He's like my, macro head, micro brain or something. Yeah. He always calls him <laughs> macro head. <laughs> Fuck. So rude. He uh yeah. yeah, he does not like does not like the boy. Neither of them no. like each other, and I get that. No, I get that's it. fair. They're very different. Mm. And this is part of why he's there. He's talking about humanity and discussing how they're changing. Um that humanity have this this drive or something. But they Q does his normal what do you call it? his normal vagueness of what are we actually talking about and trollness of this is what we're going to be doing. We're gonna be playing a game. Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not going to tell you why. I'm just going to tell you what we're doing. Playing or this what game. the win condition why? is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that you have to play it, and I will judge. Yeah, whether or not you have done a good job. Boobity boob. I'm cute. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense because he's like intelligence wouldn't be a real test, and strength would be meaningless because you're all so weak. Uh, and it's like, yeah. all right, so so what is it? Is it guile? Because those are kind of the two. Are we going to use dexterity? Are we going to use charisma? Yeah. What's the plan here? Yeah. yeah, it makes no sense. Like, I don't understand. Anyway. I don't even know what this episode is about in regards. I don't even know what Q is on about in regards to him testing humans further than, like, the initial uh, far point one was. Because, like, what's the point in this? Like, it's really just to get Riker being a little shit. But, like, no, I, I can see what he's doing. On. I can see what he's doing at the end. Like, it's, it's a so, stupid way of going about it. But, yeah, he, he does it. Yeah, but, like... Okay, you have to explain it to me because I okay. have no idea. So okay, Q just well, rocks up sometimes and I'm like, okay, he just does shit to mess with this one, like Picard and his team because he's got this fixation on this yeah. one particular human now and he wants to fuck with them. But like, why? Who knows? Q, once, Q once we why. get to the Once we get to the choices, I'll, I'll go into it a little bit more. Okay, I okay thanks. Um, I'm so- <laughs> confused. Um, I was confused as Riker. I don't know what's going on. I'm smiling. Just <laughs> Drinking smile. my lemonade. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I just, I just, I'm going to stare at you and be grumpy, but then I'm going to smile. It's going to be funny. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. Continue. So, um, uh, cues, cues just basically, you either win big or you lose big. But the goal in this game is to just stay alive. And Wolf's like, we will if it's fair. It's like, oh no, it's not going to be fair at all. I'm going to cheat. I'm definitely going to cheat. Yeah, fairness is a human concept. Fuck you. And then yeah. Tashia is like, you've gone too far. And that's like her yeah. one line. Yeah. <laughs> one line to, like since they got here and, and q as a result it's like okay yep and like yeets her away into mm-hmm. the penalty box so like, oh she yeah gets beamed to, like this penalty like penalty box and he's like oh uh they're like oh where did you where did she go what did you do with her how dare you and he's like well she's in the penalty box and the thing about the penalty box is that you will remain in the penalty box until someone else merits a penalty and then they get booted into non-existence so um and you yep. take that place so that's what's gonna happen okay bye <laughs> and he <laughs> And they're now, like, oh, what? <laughs> I mean, I saw this as a great way of um, make when a player can't make a session. As it said, you just yes. say, oh, someone shows up and is like, oh, they've got to go. They're in the penalty box. But now you've got stakes because if you have to go too, then they die. And it's yeah, like, you're did. not going to kill that character. No. What? She's like one of the main characters at this point. I mean, it always seems to be Tashia that gets like fucked around and taken places and I, I'm, I'm guessing it's a build up to later on but we'll get to that when it comes um, but well, yeah the, this is a it's it's so weird because it just feels like 
why would you do this to the character? Like, it, it literally feels like they are that Yar is a real player character who wasn't there yeah. and the, the game master is trying to role play for them and is giving them stupid lines. That's yeah, what it feels yeah. like to me. It totally does. It feels like someone, like the DM has to had, has had to have stepped up and been like, okay, uh, so she just says no. And then, oh, what's his face? Rolls in at 20 and... Yeah, you know, bye. Bye. Except, and now well, she's gone. She's gone for the rest of the episode. You don't see her. It's fine. Um, yeah, she'll, but we she'll be back when her. you see her. Yeah, we should back when you see, but we do see her here. It's fucking so. The penalty box ends up being the bridge where Picard mm-hmm, is stuck mm-hmm. and stranded. So Tasha rocks up and is like, "Oh hi, I'm here. How you doing?" Yep. And Picard's like, "Oh, what the fuck is going on? Please explain." And yeah, Tasha's like, "Well, I can't really explain what's going on, but I know I'm in a penalty box, which just happens to be here, and I know that if someone else gets in the penalty or another penalty, then." I'm 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 gone. I'm pretty much fucked. So um, so yeah, I'm really upset about that because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, and uh, she she's and then starting to cry and because she's like, it's because okay. she's a woman and she's sad because she's, a woman. she's the head of security because yep. she's a woman and stuff. And uh and so Daddy Picard is like, hey, you know that's okay. You know what you can do in the pe- so fucking condescending. You know oh what we can do in the penalty box. You know what rule we can make, Tasha? We can cry in the penalty box. Come here, come here, go and have a cry. And then have Tasha's a hug. Like, have a hug. Have a big, have a big Daddy Picard hug. And then Tasha makes the fucking worst statement. She's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, and this is this is the bad acting I was talking about before." Yeah. Because obviously, Denise doesn't want to do this. I don't know. It just seems so, ah, uh, just I don't know, forced and awkward and awful. Because she's like trying to cry and it's not crying, and then she's and like laughing and says, being comforted. Yeah. Picard's, uh, Picard says this awkward thing like, "We can cry. It's fine." And she's like. Oh, Picard, if you weren't the captain. It is so frustrating to be controlled like this. Lieutenant. Tasha, it's all right. Uh, What in the hell am I doing? Crying? Don't worry. There is a new ship standing order on the bridge. When one is in the penalty box, tears are permitted. <laughs> captain. Oh, if you weren't a captain. Oh, oh God. Baby. Oh, like finger bite. <laughs> I, I was just hell. like, Yah can't always be horny. Like, she can't nope. just want to f- jump every single male in this in this universe. Apparently. This is how women are written. Apparently, some women just want to fuck all the time. Oh, I mean, so, some do. Who cares? I assume. But... <laughs> no, sure, that, and that's fine. But it's not a character trait. Like, yeah, you that's... can want to fuck sometimes. You can also not have that be your main personality trait. Like mm-hmm. as a woman, fucking hell, it's like oh, anyway. Bump, just, wow. I, we don't, I don't. We don't like I don't this. like. I don't no, like. None of Q us doesn't. Do. Q it's... doesn't like it either because Q shows up to to mock them all. Yeah, Q, like, straight up, like, calls Picard out. It's like, hey, dude, what the fuck? Why are you hitting on your, like, you know... <laughs> and on the yes. on the bridge on as the well. Bridge. Ooh, yeah, what would so, they all think? What would they say? What would Beverly say? No, he doesn't say that, but I imagine that's what Picard is thinking. Yeah. But, like, oh, it's so fucking... Anyway, it's... uh. So, yeah, Q rocks up again, and it's just like, this is fucked, you guys. What are you doing? 
But well, he does um, he does declare the penalty over, which we know now that you know the others can can, can do a penalty and not not die, or he won't die. Do a penalty. Do a penalty. a penalty. I don't even know. I don't even know. Do a, he, no, I like do a penalty. It's good. <laughs> do a penalty. Um, so Q makes this entry in the log, and he's basically just saying, look, you know what, Picard, I've got bored with you. You're too bound by tradition to be useful to the Q. So we're going to see if Riker is game. Um, we're yeah. going to offer him the gifts instead. And Picard's like, my first officer will kick your ass. My first officer. <laughs> awesome. And Q's like, would you like to wager on that? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to make a wager? Just a little itty bitty wager. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's very it's very sneaky on on Q's behalf to bring the boy, like a not the boy because that's Wesley, but the boy. Picard's boy, <laughs> Picard's main man, Picard's number one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I love how the confidence Picard's just like he'll defeat you just as I did <laughs> because Picard. I mean, Riker is. A strong boy with the brains of a of a man. <laughs> strong boy with the brains of a man. Brains of a man. The wager, the wager that Picard <laughs> gives or wants. Um, if Q wins, Picard has to give up command, which is like, oh shit, yeah, so that's fun. right. I missed this. I missed this on the first watch. Um, yeah. Wow, that is some stakes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but uh, if Picard so- wins, Q has to keep out of humanity's way forever. Like yes. That's a that's big. A, that's like as much as Q, as Picard giving up command. Yeah, that's a tall order. And that I mean, mm. I can pretty much spoil it from there because I feel like it's it's easy to say that doesn't happen. I mean, come on, fucking Q bounces well, back and forth out of next gen like nobody's he, business. <laughs> he never keeps his word. That's like part of the Q thing. Yeah, but like I still don't understand his whole dynamic with the rest of the Q. Like I don't really understand how he sometimes. Is in trouble, and then sometimes isn't. Well, like goes against their word, but then sometimes he he can't. Like it's very. I honestly I wonder know. if the rest of the queue even exists, or whether it's just all him. Oh yeah, but then he's he like hires some people. Like like for instance, like here he's like trying to get Riker in on board with the queue. Like he's trying to make yeah. them him one of them or give him powers of the queue essentially. So yeah, maybe they're all just John Delancey. Like yeah, <laughs> all of them fucking around somewhere. Doing Q stuff, being yeah. being Q, <laughs> just chilling Probable. and watching things. Uh, speaking yeah. of what, speaking of watching things, right? We're back down on the planet, and um, yes, Geordie and Data uh, watching Worf kind of scout around and see what's going on. Uh, and he's spotted some some French troops. We can tell they're French because they've got like coats and hats and muskets. Um, and the music plays the music yes. that you were saying. Yeah, that yeah. plays. So we know they're French or French revolutionary at some degree. Uh, so yeah, Laforge says something interesting. He's like, I don't know, I don't get why they're like watching from afar, like Wolf go in to spy on them, so that he knows where they are. Where I feel like if Laforge can see that like Wolf is coming up to them, why would he not just say, "Hey, I can see them." They're there. <laughs> like, I it think... feels like a weird scouting mission for him to be like, okay, I can see them off. They're over there. Go up to them to confirm that they're there and then come back. Because <laughs> that's well, what happens. I, it <laughs> seems like he can see that there are people over there. He can't see what, you know, they're carrying. He can't see how many, like, get an idea of how many said, there are. Yeah, he said, like, oh, I can see Wolf. And if he had freckles on his nose, I would be able to see the freckles on his nose. That's how clearly I can see them. And it's like, all right. <laughs> that's, a good, that's fine. That's a good point. Maybe um, 
maybe yeah. Geordi doesn't. Maybe Worf does. Maybe Worf's just like, I'm going over there. I don't trust your vision. It's like, all right, cool, whatever. All right, yeah, yeah, true. Maybe he's like, I'm scout. I can actually, yeah, that's probably what happened. He'd be like, I, I need to scout. I need to go ahead and see what's going on. Everyone's like, oh, I mean, okay, sure, dude, if you want to. And so he fucks off. Yeah. That's it. And then Frank is like, "Have you got? Can you see him? The forge of you and an eye on him." And he's like, "Yeah, I can. I can see everything he's doing, and I can see when he's coming up to them, and when he sees them and spots them, and decides to like turn about because, because uh, yeah, that's what I do anyway." Oh. But anyway, Wolf Wolf sees that they, while they're dressed as humans, they are not human, and immediately oh, returns. Yeah. They pig, they pig something. I don't know what they are. It's real weird. It's like yeah. they've got the furriness of a bear or a dog or something, but then the structurally bit nose of a pig. I don't know. I don't know. It's they like found some like three pig. little pigs masks from the local um, local costume shop and just chucked them on there and did some paint. Yeah, was was Beauty and the Beast on? You know the because uh, George R. R. Martin wrote as a as a TV yeah. writer for a show called Beauty and the Beast. Was that on around this time? Or- uh yeah, the one with Ron Perlman. Yeah, I think yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to look it up because that it has those vibes. It does. It really <laughs> does. Uh, so yeah. after Walter retreats, uh, Picard retreats to his ready room. The doors seem to be working now, so he's allowed in. And Q is there uh, reading Shakespeare, I think he has. Uh, and yeah, Picard, yeah, yeah. like they have a little bit of a confrontation. Picard's like, why do you keep confronting us and testing us rather than just talking to us? Yeah. Uh, and Q's like, because of Shakespeare, and starts to um, quote back and forth like all the world's a stage all the galaxies a stage and picard's like he said world it's like well he would have if the galaxy he'd known about the girl it's a whole thing um but (laughs) it's basically so that picard gets the idea that games are a better judge of character and then he quotes um hamlet back at q about what a piece of work is man and i see so how we respond to a game tells you more about us than our real life this tale told by an idiot Interesting cue. Oh, thank you very much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Perhaps maybe a little uh, Hamlet? Oh, no, I know Hamlet. And what he might say with irony, I say with conviction. What a piece of work is man. How noble in reason, how infinite in faculty, in form, in moving, how express and admirable, in action, how like an angel, in apprehension, how like a god. Surely you don't see your species like that, do you? I see us one day becoming that cue. Is it that which concerns you? Or like how great humans can be. And Q's like, I'm mad at you because you really believe that. Because he's, yes, I really believe that humans can become this greater life form. Mm, In action, Uh, how like an angel. In apprehension, how like a god. Like basically saying, hey, we have these like, these, these statuses which we hold ourselves to and can accomplished so much in and Q is just like what 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 it's a little bit throws the book back at Picard and goes fuck you and then leaves Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely good I love I do like how Shakespeare comes back into next gen like later down the road but um yeah it's it's great how it always comes or finds its way in very, it very it doesn't hurt that um, Patrick Stewart is an acclaimed Shakespearean stage actor. Yeah, yeah that's true. It definitely comes into play. It's yeah. um, what a boss. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so back on the planet, Geordi is watching the soldiers who are now approaching to them. Um, who they're skirmishing forwards, but it looks like they just got muskets. 
and they're just Riker's just like I wonder why we have the advantage because we have phases and we could easily take out these um these people with muskets whose range is like 100 meters with any sort of accuracy so he tries his phase tries his phase around and there's just a massive explosion and Worf's like state yourself surrender I am here <laughs> yeah Wolf, I love how they decided to do this like in the direction that Wolf went not like not figuring into the fact that he might be coming back seeing as he could probably have seen him come back I, I don't know it's just it's so silly yeah but uh but but, but yeah. uh, Wolf explains that the soldiers are not people they're animal things and they seem to be some sort of creation then the soldiers show up um yep <laughs> and Riker's like ah uh, Data what do we do what do we do and he turns around but it's not Data it's Q in Data makeup yeah <laughs> which I mean from afar he pulls it off like for a second I was yeah. like oh oh okay and they basically look like have the same silhouettes the, the makeup he's got the eye the um, annoying contact lenses in he's, yeah. looking, he's looking very Data but, I was um, I was really impressed with that reveal actually yeah I was like was oh oh, wow, that's like a neat trick. And he's going to stay like that and, and talk as though he's... That's cool. Yeah, uh, that's very cool. And the um, the pig soldiers open fire. Uh, and my first thought was, those aren't muskets because they've got lasers. Yeah. <laughs> they're basically like phases. Pa- uh, they're essentially phases, but they look like muskets. Like, it's... it. I don't know why they chose pig people. Why couldn't they just be humans? Like, I don't get it. Like to make them slightly more alien maybe oh, yeah like, there's a whole thing about like yeah. othering the enemy because it's okay that would to kill them because they're not human uh which yeah. wolf then does he like fire well i think they fire a couple of phases and like take two of them out mm. um and yeah yeah he, he he outs two of them and then you know uh i think i think they get pinned the down and, oh yeah they're they're getting stuck they're the the musket men musket Pigs musket are approaching. Pigs. Yeah, <laughs> musket pigs. Pigs are approaching. Uh, but Delaney and, and Riker are, are chatting. Do, doesn't Delaney basically... Oh, sorry. Q Delancey. say Delancey. God, I can always call him Delaney and I hate it. But like, it's so similar. Delaney, Delancey. Delancey, it Delaney. Is. It is. Delance. Delance the man. He's basically, hey, Riker, do you even understand these powers that I've given you? Like, you should fucking be... I'm, I've given you the power to do stuff. Like, I've yeah. given you Q power. You... you have only one way of saving them. You've got to Q power them back to the ship. And Riker's like, what? <laughs> it's like, he's just not understanding. He's like, are you saying that I have Q powers? <laughs> and Delancey's mm-hmm. like, you have Q powers. And Riker's like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean do I have Q powers? You mean powers like the Q? <laughs> he's like, explain yourself, Q. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> he's like, no, you have, I've literally given you the powers of a god. Just use them. And then he fucks off. And then Data comes back. And um. <laughs> right, Riker does this like look down at his hand and then awkward like realization, like very awkward hand raise like yeah. gesture, I guess similar to what Delancey has done a couple of times. And yeah, the crew get beamed up and then Riker's like looking at his hand like I have the power of gods. <laughs> it's it's odd. Q Q does it like a flourish, like a little bit of yeah. a, a twist. Um, which is kind of what I'd do if I was casting a spell as well. Whereas Riker does it like he's reaching up inside like an elephant to retrieve something. And also like very gently and softly, like it's like a very strange like motion of his arm. Like it's Yeah, like, it's, it's a, definitely huh? measured. It's definitely <laughs> it's measured. It's a question. Like yeah, a sweep a measured... of the a whole sweep with the shoulder as well. Yeah, but like not 
through his hand. Like his hand doesn't really do anything. It just kind of like mm. it flops. So it's like he's got this really good control. I know I, I love that we're breaking down his arm. And this, like, <laughs> it's this it's this big shoulder movement, but his like this limp wristed like boop like at the top and it just doesn't seem like anything it just seems weird i don't know mm -hmm. he should have done something like a flick or like anything else but it just seems very like uh -huh. well, th this <laughs> is, i'm going to bring it back to to D, D and rpgs because this is the kind of thing that i like to do at the table i like to have those hand motions when somebody's creating a spell and i like oh. to think about how would these things work it's like if you're creating a ball do you just kind of like make a little wavy motion with your hands and like you're just crafting it um kind of making it with a you know sculpting it with clay if you're casting something forward you do throw your hand forward and i don't know what he's doing here because he doesn't do it just to beam <laughs> people away he does it all the time for q powers and yeah. it just feels like do a do a hand gesture and it, exactly. the fact that we're focusing on it so much does kind of throw you out of the scene. And when yeah. you're playing a role-playing game, you want to be in the scene. You want to immerse yourself as much as possible. So having actions that match what you're describing is really important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I totally agree. It takes you completely out of the scene because you're watching it and you're like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> you have the powers of a god. But shouldn't you just be like fucking flooping your hand about and then... It just seems very dispassionate. But then, yeah, we, yeah. yeah, I think, yeah, you're right. I think as if I was playing in a game, I would be like, I'm all about the hand gesture. So I'd be like, and you, and and the and the fireball just, and then like, you know, you want to make it feel like a fireball, mm -hmm. baby. <laughs> Sorry, mm -hmm. that's a horrible I mean, comparison, it, it, but you know what it's I mean. A, it's a, <laughs> descriptions like that and hand motions like that are very important because. I have some where there's no way the wizard can see what's going on, like, but wants to throw the fireball. I'm like, well, you do it like a jump shot in basketball. You do a little alley-oop and yeah. that kind of gets that little laugh from people. <laughs> see, that helps. I think having comparisons where you can be like, and you do it like this other action really helps because I, I like to think I can describe things very well. I am not articulate at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you've all noticed my articulation <laughs> is low to none. So I... I love being able to do physical gestures in game because you can actually show people more than like when you're on the spot, especially playing a game, it's very hard to pull stuff out of your ass. Just be like, Hey, I have this like, yeah. So like how, when you, you know, how do you, how do you want to do this when you're about to like total a enemy or something and yeah. you're on the spot to like think of, Oh yeah, I'm going to conjure this huge fireball and I'm going to spin it on my finger like a basketball and then like say ko and then throw it in mm -hmm. the general direction like coming up with anything that sounds even reasonably good or cool or epic is very hard to do and i'm very impressed by people who are able to do it but like just having visuals like that yeah like i spin it on my finger like a baseball and then i, I say fuck you man and i throw it at his face and then he dies <laughs> it's very helpful so i i do get maybe jonathan frakes wasn't having the best maybe um day, um, day. <laughs> well, like, I, don't know. I feel like i feel like it's direction i feel like he was directed to do it that way i agree because it's like how because it seems like he's doing it almost like as a question like how do you how do you raise your arm in a in a way that seems natural but also like you don't trust it i don't know it's very strange but uh, oh, it's so weird I like how uh, so, dissected this one particular move. But... <laughs> it's great. Well, he does it again. We, we had time, some time to think about it. Uh, so the wall, the Q wall that was blocking the ship vanishes. And Yar yes. is just, Yar's sitting on the bridge alone, just like 
oh, I'm sad. I guess I'm not in the penalty anymore, but no one's here. Uh, Picard comes back to the bridge and everyone else beams back in and engineering's calling back and they're like, there was no interruption in travel time. We're still on the same course we were five seconds ago when you last asked. Uh, So obviously Q suspended time. Yeah, they've never nothing ever went offline, so it's yeah. a it's a Q Q sneaky suspend again time suspension. And, but yeah, the bridge crew rock up again. Everybody's everything's back to normal. There was no interruption, so mm. it all happened in their heads. Oh, not in their heads, but it, yeah, time stopped. Time stopped. And Picard does kind of like a look. I know what's going on. Q is interested in Riker this time, and I'm not sure what his fascination with us is. But I love this as a an RPG element as well that you do just kind of have recurring villains like show up in these mm. one shots because this is what this campaign this star trek campaign is it's a series of one shots like they yeah. might level up and like wesley's leveled up to ensign obviously but they go a place and there's a problem and they solve it or leave or whatever happens but occasionally they'll have another little element come in they'll have the same person show up again and that's how you build out that story like you start yeah. like, a campaign where it's like well it doesn't matter now but occasionally we're going to call back to that thing and you'll start to see a theme stretching through all of the adventures. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And I like how it's, I like how that brings like the, sem- the, the resemblance of like a plot arc to get like, it helps because you have this, like these main antagonists or this one antagonist. It can be like a, a whole bunch of different antagonists. Like yeah. the campaign I'm in at the moment with, um, with a friend of mine has like three different, demons and like a mind flayer rocking up at different spots fucking around with us and being being jerks in different ways so it's great (laughs) it's great to sort of move plots but i like how here the antagonists like like um decision making oh not decision the antagonist's goal is like trying to manipulate like another party member like it seems Mm -hmm. like in the in the first episode with like Picard, he was like all about Picard, all about the all about the P, trying yeah. to get like <laughs> him to do particular things and be a dick and you know fuck around with humanity and stuff. But now he's like focusing on Riker, and I'm not sure if it's like you know to try and also mess with Picard. Like it is to mess it with is. Picard, but he's like we don't know that intention from the beginning. We think maybe he's just now fixed on Riker, but it's a uh, it's definitely interesting to see their motives change along along the way. It's very mm. cool. Hmm. So the crew continues on with the rescue mission. They're like, well, Riker's gone, but probably be back. That's kind of how Q works. Yeah. Uh, and Riker's just sitting there and laughing on, sitting there laughing and laughing and laughing. Yeah. I'm like, that's a fake laugh. It's so awkward. Like we have the, so from the awkward hand raise to now him maniacally laughing, like just sitting on a rock. Like it seems so unauthentic and so weird <laughs> Riker gets and, uh, weird when he's left alone on a planet have you noticed he, like yeah. remember in the last outpost where he's like looking he's like anybody yeah and it's like just he needs people around to bounce off because like he's sending people away and he does his weird arm thing and then he's sitting on the thing and he's laughing weird it's like ah, Riker you need people around I think yeah, yeah. Actually, you know what? True. That that makes total sense. Riker definitely needs people to sort of like help him. Help him be human. 
help him be human because otherwise you just get this really awkward scene with him being completely still and posed very like William Shatner-esque but like laughing maniacally to himself and then like Q rocks up and is like what are you laughing about and he's just like pa so silly I have the powers mm-hmm. of a god ha, ha, or mm-hmm. something I can't actually remember what he says but it's-, oh, well, it's, it's a whole thing like Rock is like what do you need from humans Q like really what why did you give me these gifts and yeah, but like, why is he laughing like that? Then why wasn't he? Why wouldn't he just be chuckling I, to himself? Sorry, it just I, seems don't, so I don't know weird. that one. That's that's bizarre. <sighs> it's just a again a weird direction choice to me. Because mm, yeah, the script sure. obviously just said Riker sits down and laughs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but we don't even don't even get the action shot of him sitting down. He's sitting down when we come up to him, and he's yeah. like laughing maniacally. He's clearly been laughing for a while too. Yeah, but not yeah. like not like John Delancey laughs because he laughs like uh, just the comparison between these two. And I, I'm sure it's all, I'm not saying like the actors are at fault in any way, but like I'm sure it's purely also like the direction of the performance. But like you can definitely tell who like kind of out sh- like shines in terms of acting chops in this yeah. one little bit between like Delancey and Frakes because you've got. Riker laughing and then John Delancey like comes up and is just like so cute and so like aloof and like I don't know uh, like agitated but also like performing in this great way where he's like playful and like annoyed and like snarky but like Mm -hmm. trying to convey this stuff to Riker and Jonathan Frakes is just like what? Huh? Hmm? I don't know it's just it's I feel it's, he's limited by the character that he's got to be and the question, oh, the conversation yeah. they need to have, but it's it's not great. For sure, because it's a lot of Riker. Um, uh, ex- I don't know, expectation, what's the thing? Um, he, he's just exposition. Like, he's sitting yeah. there trying, like, he's basically there for exposition to, to give the audience, yeah. like, answer the audience's questions and he's like i don't understand what do you mean what are you saying just speak <laughs> speak, just speak plain. plainly <laughs> yes <laughs> and he's like i don't understand and then yeah lancy is like doing his whole thing anyway it's just, well, the, the, really the, what he's trying to explain which i finally managed to break down is basically thanks to the encounter at farpoint the q no longer see humans as the savages they first thought and yeah. that humans have this compulsion and could possibly go past the Q's abilities. Yeah. So yeah. they gave Riker the powers to see, hey, what do you do with them? If you reach that level that we we're at, what are you like? And yes. when you're done, you're gonna come and join us. Because obviously. Eventually you yeah. realize that the world is yours to shape and you'll want to come and be with us instead. And Riker's like, yeah. fuck no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> Well, firstly, Riker's like, I don't understand what you're saying. And then Q is just like, of course you don't understand because you can't see the, com- like, you're not Q enough yet, but you will be. And once you yeah. are, you'll come back to us. You don't understand the limitless dimensions in which, like, we all exist. So, And see, that, that is what Q's purpose in this episode is. This is why he's gone, Riker, what do you do with these powers? I know what, I know what Picard would do, yeah. but what would you do? Yes. And that's kind of everything he's doing here. He's like, well... What what if we mix it up a bit? What if we see what humanity's like because of that thing? So that's yeah. that's his whole thing. Basically, it really is just this is why he's doing it. Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of like if Riker does it too, then we know we're okay doing our shenanigans because yeah. everyone like, would do what, that. Yeah, to what degree does Riker? Because like absolute power corrupts absolutely. That comes down yeah. out later, but like 
yeah, I get what you mean. Basically seeing what Riker will do and using that as a comparison. Because at the moment, it's only been based off Picard's kind of like reaction to powers and these kind of powers and what humanity is. And so if we give Riker, who is not Picard, all of these like amazing, incredible like powers and godlike like control over things, we'll see. We'll get to see really what humans are like and how far they potentially could advance. But uh but yeah, it's uh, okay. It's still yeah. it still confuses me as to why he then does this and then the Q you know fuck with him and at the end. Anyway, we'll get to that. I mean, but, that's uh, just what Q does. He 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 can't help himself. Yeah. Anyway, Q. so he he nicks off when Riker gets <laughs> mad um and <laughs> sends the crew back down. This time the entire bridge crew including Wesley and Crusher yeah. and No, no, Crusher's not there, but uh no, Picard as well. Yeah, Wesley and everyone else. And the pig soldiers are back, and this time they don't have phases, so they can't can't do anything. But Worf charges in, because of course he does, uh, and, like, kills two of them before he gets stabbed. Yeah. They kill Wesley, like... Yeah, and Wesley's <laughs> like, Worf, no, that person that I've had one line with, and goes to check on him, and he gets stabbed as well, like, quite quite violently. Yeah, like, the guy... see the, the thing coming the at his only- chest. Yeah, the only guy who calls me the only like the one person who just calls me boy and doesn't really acknowledge my presence on the bridge or that I have the capacity of like an adult. Like, yeah. <laughs> and also the to just the way that Wolf like we have this far shot of like Wolf running at these like French revolutionary pigs and then and then he goes down and then Wesley goes Wolf no and then we have the next shot but Wolf and then <laughs> Wesley fucking runs off and like tries while they're encroaching like he runs directly into the midst of them mm-hmm. like you know coming with bayonets so of course he gets fucking stabbed through the heart or gut or whatever with a, with a bayonet well doesn't even take two of them down as well he's a fucking klingon like he only takes no he does it's only two he doesn't take heart like more than two it just seems so silly well he doesn't and, have weapons it's like two when you're like completely unarmed isn't bad yeah, no, I mean, but like it's it's Wolf. We've seen him do a bunch of <laughs> different throwing <laughs> people around and stuff. Have we and, though? <laughs> uh, we've seen a few. We've seen a few. We've seen one or I, two. In my Michael Dawn plays a good fist to the face, but um, but yeah, now here's where Riker is finally like, that's enough. None of this killing my my homies situation. Mm-hmm. As soon as he sees young Wesley Riker get, I mean Wesley Crusher get stab through the gut by a bayonet so then he does the gigantic um the arm rift yeah (laughs) and then like pulls up a mesh basically blocking off the like alien pigs um alien french pigs (laughs) and picard's like q did that and um riker sends them all back instead and picard's like riker has the powers now Da, da, da. But then it's such an awkward stance. We see like Riker standing like with his arms crossed, like a very cute kind of like pushed out chest, and he yeah. doesn't say anything. He's just standing like that. And Picard's like, "Wait a second, Riker, something's off here." <laughs> you look Baby. different. You look like you fucking you did this. You sneaky little powered OP motherfucker. Anyway, so yeah. it's just it's very awkward and very strange. But we, yeah, that essentially happens. That happens. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's the thing yeah. that happens. Basically, we that's just go, hey, Riker's happy using the powers now. Uh, yeah, so not they, dead. Wolf's not Wesley's dead. Not dead. They're back. Riker I'm, saved I'm, him. I guess I'm pleased about those things. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, true. Says Picard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so they they make it to Quadra Sigma three where the accident was, and Picard's a little bit worried. He's like, I think Riker might need as much help as the miners do. It's like, mm, I don't think he does. I think they need a little bit more help. Um, and Riker comes to see him, and Picard's like, What you have done is very difficult. You're in a very difficult situation. Situation number one, and I'm just like, Is he though? And basically assumes that Riker has to refuse these powers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, or, but is there a way for him to refuse them or does he just have to not use them? Like he just, well, he, he's like, he, he can't, can't you, not. Yeah. You can't keep having these powers and using them if you're going to refuse them later on. Yeah. Uh, and Riker's like, no, I, I can not use them. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, it's totally i can control it i don't have to if you don't want to it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> so so yeah, i give you my word captain that i will not use these powers yeah he basically gives him like the word of his like com- like as a commander like he's just like I'm, yeah. i won't do it i promise and yeah. and picard's like you, you promise you pinky swear and, and Riker's like yeah oh, no no i won't don't worry about it it's fine but then immediately <laughs> well he <laughs> immediately he's sent, he sent down with the he's rescue sent- crew yes and I, I like, it's not quite immediately because there's a door he can't open and he gets Data to do it instead. And it's like, all right, yeah, he could have used his powers to open that door, but he didn't. Okay. Well, and yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. survivors are clearly behind there. So he was, he's in a thing. Mm. Um, but it seems like these are the only survivors, uh, even though Geordi does. Well, Geordi finds someone under the rubble as, as Crusher starts treating the, the others. Data begins lifting the rocks off and they find a child um, yeah. who looks like they're just lying there. And no. Crush is like, no, we're too late. If only we'd been sooner, she might have survived. Yeah. But wait, like, Crush is like lamenting, like, with the child in her arms, being like, oh, if only we could have been a minute sooner, or like a few seconds, maybe tops. Or but, like, hours, most likely. Minute. Or hours, it's fine. <laughs> but she's dead. And yeah. Riker is like, <gasps> fuck, takes this to heart, stab in the gut, stab in the head. It's too late. She's dead. Gotten here a little sooner. Sir, if indeed you have the power of Q. I don't understand. Certainly you can't bring her back to life. I can't. I'm prevented from that by a promise. Yeah. And, and Data's then, and just like, data. you have you have the date fucking data. Oh. oh. Of all the fucking of all. Because like Data's Riker's boy. Like Data's Riker's guy. Like like mm-hmm. BFFs and and here's Data even saying, "Sir, if you indeed have the power of the Q," and Riker's like, "Fuck, dude, you know I can't do this." Like you know, I, I promised the captain. Jesus, fuck Data. <laughs> I promised the captain like, not to use my magic powers. God. Yeah, like Regina George in fucking Mean Girls. She's like, you know, I can't have carb. Wait, I'm on an all carb diet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't have curly fries. I'm on an all carb diet. Fuck you. Uh, goes, I love it. I love it. Anyway, so yeah, that's uh, basically what happens. So when they get back to the bridge, uh, Riker very sternly leans at Picard. Uh, he's like yeah. leaning all the way over one of the things. He's like, I could have saved that child. And Picard's like, well, power corrupts number one. We can't have that. Uh, and Riker's like, I want a meeting with the crew and they'll help me decide. Yeah. This is what I don't understand. It's like, what is he hoping to get from the crew? Just like the blessing that, yeah, this is cool. Humans are supposed to have, you know, all 
old godlike powers. That's fine. We're okay with this. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Also, like the way that Riker acts in this is so diggly, like so diggish. Like he's such a little oh, he's, he's snarky. So, so frustrating. He straight up is like leaning into Picard, being like, "Fuck you! Never should have made that agreement." Mm-hmm. Fuck mm-hmm. you. Um, and even even at the meeting, once they have it, like he's he's called all the bridge crew together on the bridge yeah. and Picard's like I have granted you this meeting and Riker's like no I call this meeting it's like um okay <laughs> that's and... calling that's calling Picard Jean-Luc instead of Captain yeah. like and then he's like hey we're on a first have you noticed your toilet your first first name basis with me now baby and Riker's like yeah well you're fuck you <laughs> fuck you dad basically you don't, you don't own me I'm my own guy daddy he's captain basically Daddy Captain, he's basically acting like the biggest of shits, like shittier yeah. than Wesley. But yeah, Wesley's there well, too. Wesley's the there. I, like, I found it interesting that Riker's like, Wesley, this isn't for you. Yeah, this is not for a child. Fuck you. And then, yeah, no, he Riker's like, he has to be here because he's one of the bridge group. So, oh, um, Picard's, but I, yeah, oh, I don't know if he was part of the bridge group. Picard was oh, just like, I think it'll be good for him to be here. Oh, I thought it was Riker. I forget. I thought no, Riker was like... No, Riker doesn't want him there for some reason. And I couldn't work oh. out why. It was just... This was getting weird and confusing about what was going on. I was like, oh, all right, I, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is It is very off-putting to hear Riker call Captain Picard Jean-Luc. Like, it okay, really Jean-Luc. Is. Jean-Luc. Okay. And I was like, that, that's not his name. His name is Captain. Yeah. You don't call him Jean-Luc. Only Beverly calls him Jean-Luc. What is this? <laughs> or John <laughs> one time. What? Oh, Jean, yeah, but like, yeah, not even the French accented Jean. It's just Jean. Um, it's weird. Any, anyway, anyway Riker, so- Riker makes the case <laughs> that he could have saved the child like he saved them from the soldiers. Yeah, uh, he's not a monster. He's suddenly, just because he has all these extra abilities now, but he doesn't know how far they can go, but he's still the same, you know, William T. Cool Riker that he has always been, and they shouldn't treat him differently, and he's not special, and he's just a guy. I, I'm <laughs> but, just a regular uh, guy, you know? I'm just a regular guy. That's one more thing. But everybody looks really uncomfortable. <laughs> Super uncomfortable. And I, I do enjoy this as a game master, giving them like this moral choice of yeah. do you want the superpower if it makes you evil kind of thing? Yeah. Power corrupts. Yeah. Power corrupts. Yeah. Absolutely. No. Power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. Yes. It's definitely yeah. that vibe. But I like how imagine being like playing a game and suddenly the dm just gives one of the characters of your player characters like all of this power and all of this like like yeah op any like to do with anything like what's you get a wish spell or something yeah a wish spell and they have the ability i mean like mm, yeah maybe what's the is it the sun which is the sun that gives you uh xp i can't remember or Oh, you mean like the deck of many things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, in the deck of many things, I'm thinking like a card. Um, Yeah. Because you can get like wish cards and stuff. Maybe you just get like five, three good cards or something from the deck of many things. And suddenly one character is completely OP. The ability to be able to be like, this will turn you evil. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, or eventually you will have to like come across like moral like quandaries that may corrupt you. So maybe don't but also what does the rest of the party think (laughs) (laughs) how do you respond to this do you try to put your friend down yeah do you want to kill him before he gets to xp and then he can't be controlled like what do you Mm do but now you've got a new villain in your campaign (laughs) oh that would be cool (laughs) 
So Riker, as I said, was his argument is that, look, I saved, I could have saved the child. I saved it from the soldiers. And Picard points out, well, Q made the soldiers. Those weren't just entropy causing them. Uh, and Yar's like, the Q just see us, less, see us as lesser creatures. Um, Riker's like, no, no, they admire our growth. And Geordi's like, well, they fear our growth. Yeah. So I, I like the little discussion between them. <clears throat> But then um, Q actually shows up and he's like, brother, I am a monk for some reason. Oh, yeah. He's like in monk robes and being all like religious and weird about it. (laughs) Um, That's so weird. I love that Picard kind of calls him out. He's like, what the hell are you doing? You're just a a flim flam man, he calls him. Yeah. Yeah. Have you no identity of your own? This is flim flam. What is this? And then I love fucking Worf being like, just the way he performs it, the way Macaldon does it, he just stands there and goes, flim flam but like mm-hmm. not even almost questioning just being like flim flam like what the fuck is this word like snoop like the data snoop yeah. situation yeah like wolf genuinely confused by the term flim flam i love it it's so I, good i love i Michael think there's, He's amazing. there's there's definitely a direction because he did the same thing um <sighs> like i think it was in last outpost where it was like yankee it's like data and wolf exist sometimes on the bridge to throw that lampshade on yeah. the, the terms that we as humans in 20th century or 21st century now know, but they would have no idea. Yeah. Like we, we even now know them fake. Like I don't use, I don't, I don't use the word flim flam in my day to day, but. And not, oh, just not me? Like, okay, like cool. Snoop. No, no, no. I mean like I know flim flammery, like that's a, that's a term, that's a word. I don't <laughs> use it in my everyday, but like <laughs> just the fact that like Picard is sitting there saying fucking flim flam and, and Snoop and whatever the other one was, Needle and Haste. Oh, I guess that's a term. Yeah. But like, the old, yeah, just, yeah, you're right. They're it's, there it's to shine the light on 20th century humans being fucking ridiculous. And I love it. It's great. I can, yeah. perfection. Never change. <laughs> but I just love how in the middle of this serious conversation that this his captain is having with another species who is omnipotent and dangerous and clearly like a negative presence, Wolf is like, Flim flam. The fuck? Someone explain to me this. The fuck is a flim flam. I feel that like, data, data looks over him and goes, I'll explain later. Yeah, I love it. The look, the little like look they give They give each oh. other. Uh, so so Riker says, Captain, could I give you give my friends something they'd like? And Q's like, what are you asking permission for? You just do what you want. Yeah, and but like, also, no, 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 I'll allow it. This is a weird concept from Mr. Riker being like, oh, I know I'll win them over with stuff that they yeah. would like. <laughs> Look at the stuff that I you guess. get. Look at the, the physical things. Yeah, but like, what if I can, I don't know, it's weird. And Beverly is freaked out. She's like, yeah. don't you touch my boy. We're leaving now, Wesley. Leave, leave, go away. And Riker's like, no, no, no. I want to give him something that he'd like. Let's talk about um, stuff yeah, he's like, he no, really no, wants. You, he can stay here because I know him so well. I know you the best, Wesley, don't oh. I? I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, you're making it weird, Riker. Stop. I don't yeah, like you it. Didn't and then, yeah, you, you didn't do. want him here. And now you do. Initially, you didn't even want him here, and suddenly you have this in-depth, like, knowledge of his brain, like, his mind and his needs, like, his wants and his dreams. Yeah, because Rek is like, oh, let me, when he's setting up, like, oh, hey, guys, I'll give you all the stuff that you want. He's like, ooh, how would you feel about me poking into your dreams and fantasies and shit, huh, everybody? Hmm? Hmm? Would you like that? And that's that's when Beverly's like, nope, we're out. Come on, Wesley. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> we all know what your fantasies are. Let's leave before no. this gets really weird. 
<laughs> but, well, it um, does get really weird because Riker then goes, no, no, and just makes him age 10 years. Yeah, um, okay. And Which so, checks out, I guess, with Wesley's yeah. kind of want to be older and, you know, taken more seriously, right? I, so I, it, it def- that's that why he does that, right? <laughs> I assume so. What makes it really weird is Geordie seems to be into it. He's like, hey, Wes, looking uh, good. And I'm like, yeah. what? Uh, no, Geordie, uh, stop. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. I get that because Geordie's whole character is like he's an awkward nerd and has had romantic issues and shit in the past. Like it comes in later down the track, but he's an awkward nerd who's, I guess, very shallow. So you know, yeah, it's like, hey, true. Wesley, looking good, looking look, looking good, buddy. Like hey, I didn't get anything great. weird from it. <laughs> yeah, you're all great. Look at your chin. Look at that big chin. Because <laughs> this, this guy, is the thing. he's supposed to like Wesley's what, fifteen, sixteen. Tops? Yeah, maybe. Tops? That guy does not Tops look 16? 25. Nah, not dude. He looks, maybe 80s he 25. Just... He looks easily in his 30s. <laughs> oh, yeah. He looks like almost Beverly's, his mom's age. Like, <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe sans a few wrinkles, but like, yeah, he's not looking, not looking t- 10 years older. The other thing uh, is he doesn't look a thing like Will Wheaton. No, like, not at Will all. Will Wheaton is grown into his face. Very much grown yeah. into his face. And like, he does not look like that guy in the least. Like, they did not no. even think about it. They went, oh, who looks like a guy that we could hire? All right, that guy. Yeah, this guy's got the jaw of, like, a bro- like a What did I say? I, I meant to say brick, and then I meant to say block, and then I said brock. He's got the the brick block jaw. He's a bro. Yeah, he he's, does. He's a brick he bro. Does. He's a block blocky bro. He's got this big block face, <laughs> and it's, like, this stereotypically 80s handsome dude, right? And then that's yeah. why... It, I was like, oh, hey, way to go. You grew up sexy. Someone grew out of their awkward pimple phase and jumper Good job. Phase. Good job Good on job. being magically aged. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we get that. We get Will, you know, Will we, we get Wesley turning into a sexy adult. And then who's next? I forget who. It's, is it's it Data George? next. No, no, Data oh. is next. Oh, because Data, he goes right. to Data yeah, and goes, yeah. Data, I know my good friend. You just want to be human. And Data's like, I do. No, 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 no. This. Yeah, this is fucked. No, I'm not doing it. He yeah. immediately taps out. He's like, yeah. no, 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 no. You're not even. And he points him right here. He's like, no, sir. No, sir. Stop. <laughs> no, don't you dare. Don't and you he, fucking dare. <laughs> he quotes Hamlet again. He's like, to thy own self be true. It's like, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be it. I don't want it this way. I want it to yeah, be immediately no. Immediately yeah. no. This so is, that's when. No, I want it to be my way. <laughs> that's when he goes to Geordie and is like, I know what you want and gives him his sight back. He doesn't even ask him, though. He just, yeah, he doesn't, like, he asks everybody else, except for, like, I guess Wesley. He just does it to Wesley. But, like, he doesn't even make the show of asking LaForge. He's just like, hey, I know what you want. Boom. Well, that's the thing. He he doesn't ask Wesley because Wesley's a child and doesn't know what he wants. But he asks Data, and as soon as he gets a no, he's like, well, I'm just going to do it anyway. I won't do it for you, but I'm not going to ask anyone else because I know they'll say no. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, You're right. So that's how LaForge gets his eyesight back. Yeah. like Riker just like comes up to him, takes off the uh, takes off the visor, and we get to see um, Lavar Burton's beautiful eyes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love I love Lavar Burton so much. Ah, he's such and a he, he gets to but... look around the bridge, and he looks over, and he's like, "Tasha, you're as beautiful as I oh, thought." I'm like, "Oh God, no, God damn it!" I Why? hate it so much. I hate it so much. <laughs> No, I hate it so much too. It's like, oh Jesus, why is Tasha even here? Like, yeah. they could literally just have a cardboard cut out of boobs, and then we'd just be like, <laughs> with a with a with a, a <laughs> on the boobs, 
And she's like, Tasha, you're so beautiful. Shh. Don't say a word. We don't need you to. <laughs> just shut up and stand there. We, we don't need words. We don't need words. Oh we don't God. need words. We just need you to be a woman and sexualized. That's fine. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, um, anyway. So anyway, but R- Riker's just like, well, now that you're fine, you, you've got your sight back, Geordie. Just throw away the visor. And Geordie's like, no. Nah. Because the price is too high. Give me back my blindness. Yeah, this is not the way I want this. Please give it back to me, Riker. Yeah. And then with a wave of his hand, Riker makes him blind again. You yeah. can see the beautiful white contacts that don't look very comfortable at all. Nope. <laughs> all the mm-hmm. I think that's why there's ass. the visor. I think I've said before why he's got the visor on so they don't have to keep putting the t- contacts in. Yeah, true. True, true, yeah. true. Because like, uh, who would want that? <laughs> Poor Data. I feel so sorry for Brett's. Brett Spinner, Brett Spiner, with his Spiner. thick ass cube green, like bright green contacts. Apparently, mm. they fucking shaved. They look so Oh, God, I can imagine. <laughs> but yes. Okay. So then we no. go to war. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this scene. This is where the fear sex comes in. <laughs> I know, but like, this is where the fear sex comes in. You're right. This is, this is fear sex. Um, so, Riker, but the justification Riker has to this is just like, my good friend Worf who's been, like, uh, uh, you know, far away from his... Um, his people. Species, like, his people, yeah. his species. Like, you have no contact, like, connection to them at all. So mm-hmm. here's a sexy... Here's a sexy Klingon lady. Klingon bitch for you. Go at it. Just go at it. Right here on the bridge. Uh... <laughs> and look, I don't, I don't want to, like... I want to make fun of it because it's so accurate. But they have set this up in a last couple of episodes. Like, Injustice... Riker was the one that went up to Wolf and was like, hey, aren't you going to partake? He's like, I can't. I can't have sex with a human. And it's like, all right, cool. I'll give you. And we know that Wolf has been so lonely and just wants someone to touch him. So, yeah, yeah they, is... they give Wolf a, a lady that he can fuck. It's like, yeah, then Egan now set up the premise that, like, nobody touches, nobody fucks with Wolf. And, like, yeah, that, that, that interaction is like, Wolf fucks with nobody because mm-hmm. of reasons. So what do we do? We give Wolf the fuck lady to the fuck he's lady. into it he's like oh he's like he does the little lip curl growl that they all do that the yeah, Klingons do when they're excited yeah <laughs> and he's like she's like this chick so she sees like she's in this BDSM-esque like 80s leotard like tight situation that is yeah. so not the Klingon like I guess like these isn't it I don't know type. it's very different it's a lot more booty smacky like tight fishnet uh, situation that I think this, I've got accustomed this to is Kling, watching. This is Klingon. Um, this is Klingon lingerie. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Because it's got metal plates and it's got like you know the black get get up and to do. Um, anyway, she sees uh, Yah standing behind Wolf and immediately goes to throw a punch at Yah, and Yah's like, because I guess she's the lady, tries yeah. to like block the punch, but Wolf's like, nope. And then like like backhands her. Backhands this bitch like. Poor lady, like on the ground, but like she's into it, she's up again, yeah. like growling, and they're growling, and there's tension and heavy, sexy things going on. And because then... this just felt like Klingon Oof. foreplay to me, I wasn't sure if this was like I'm pretty sure everybody in the room thought it was like Klingon foreplay. Sorry, foreplay. that's right. Because I think someone says, Is this Klingon sex? and Wolf goes, Yes, but I don't want it. 
no, Wesley's in the room. God damn it! He's he looks like he's thirty, but he's still fifteen. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so right. Oh. Yeah. No. Well, no, Wolf, Wolf, de- Wolf declares, "Look, she's from a world that I no longer recognize. That I am alien yeah. from." And it's like, yeah. "Oh my god, Wolf! No wonder I feel so sad for you." Yeah, like, dude. He he's a Klingon amongst humans, but he's a human amongst Klingons. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of sad, and also. Yeah. Poor, poor wolf, so lonely, poor wolf. so sad. But like, yeah. he gets over it. Don't worry, he has lots of cleaning on sex in the future. Duh, yeah, he does. Fine. Yeah, he does. <laughs> lots of stuff happens. <laughs> but nothing is angry. Is I guess angry, but nothing is. I don't know. Weird is this where she's just a lady who rocks up to tempt him sexually and then in front of all of his peers <laughs> <laughs> the Klingon supermodel uh, who just comes and says let's fuck in front of your friends and it's like yeah no i'm not sure you're uh, real <laughs> yeah kind of not into it sorry sorry babe and then okay. Riker's I-, I love how Riker's like oh sex that's a thing yeah sure why have i not thought of- that's d- of course people are gonna want that wolf you're the loneliest here have the you you're welcome like go for it baby i got you in front I, of everybody um, i'll point out that he doesn't that. Spe- speaking of people that want sex i mean he doesn't even ask yeah if she wants anything yeah like he goes to the entire a, crew yeah she doesn't get a go what would she i i another reason why i'm annoyed at the writers it's like yeah i mean she could have had a a cat like yep. <laughs> you know give her something you nice. know who else doesn't um get asked beverly beverly yeah or picard even well i guess yeah I guess Picard, because yeah. Picard already has made his decision, so he's not trying to convince Picard. He's got to try to convince his friends. And, yeah. But the, it very feels like the writer's like, I don't know what women want. Let's not bother about <laughs> Yeah, that's a, don't, don't worry about it. We have two women, women. they're not... like aliens. <laughs> women, they like things. Just dresses, maybe? Give them a dress? Should, no, yeah, that's, 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 that's right. sexist. Are we the bad guys? <laughs> Are we the bad guys? I don't know. I yeah. Uh, they. I feel like they just ignored it because they couldn't figure out what to do with yeah. it. So yeah. yeah. All right. And Wesley sure. comes over to complain about his um his sudden aging up. He's like, I wanted to yeah. get here the natural way and experience things. I kind of uh, love how they kept it in the Wesley, like in Will Wheaton's voice, even though it was an older actor. They used Will. Oh, Wheaton's I didn't voice. even notice that. Yeah, they did. It was really. I found that funny because it's like this young young man's voice in this the body of a chiseled thirty year old. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, anyway, so um, so yeah, so it, I forget what happens. I, I was that's, so that's when Riker kind of realizes what he's become. He's like, oh, but my friends don't want these amazing powers. Maybe I don't want these amazing powers. And Picard's like, look, Q, he's refused them. The game is over. And remember, we had a wager, and Q's like, I remember no wager. I'm going to get oh. out of this. And that's when the <laughs> other Q are like, no, 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 no. You made a wager, and starts to like drag him away from from this plane of existence. That's right. They beam him back to a memory, and they yeah, and they beam Wesley back, and they oh like to back to normal, and they beam the yeah. Klingon sex lady away, and yeah, everything goes back. But I love the I love I just love John Delancey. He's so funny, and he's such a good actor. Like oh, it's just the way he 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 was like no what no I've done nothing, and then like like flings his arms up and starts like waving, and then like obviously the cue beam him away. It's really funny. It's really good. Oh, I great. like it. I wish more acting. I wish they all acted like that. Like, wah! Yeah, That's if they a, just chewed the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, so everything's back to normal. They're missing time again, but it's like they just got back from the from the rescue mission. Yeah. Um, and basically, 
Riker sits down in his number one chair and Picard sits down and like, well, we know the course, engage. And they head off for another adventure. <laughs> do, 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 do. And we won't ever speak about that time that Riker tried to get Wolf to have sex in front of everybody, including <laughs> a 15-year-old boy who looked like a 30-year-old. We just won't talk about that. Will we put in the log, sir? Nah, I don't think so. Nah. Not this time. We don't got, <laughs> we got oh enough time God. for this shit. The episode, we got five minutes. Okay, let's go. <laughs> and they sit down in the brown Cadillac, shiny leather seats, and they... I mean, honestly, the, the number of times that Riker has had, tried to get Wolf to have sex in front of people is not actually that uncommon. Yeah, the amount of times they all had to wanted to see each other have sex in front of other people is particularly Picard. That comes, uh, that appears later in other episodes. But yep, yeah, it it's a. I mean, yeah, it's a thing. It happens. It's a Star Trek formula by now. But fucking whack. Anyway, that's the end. Da, 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 that's da. the end of the episode. We, Thank God. We did it. Wow, that was oh. fun, but also not fun. <laughs> That's right. It, it was fun, but also not fun. Can you imagine Troy, like what Troy would have done had Riker oh. been doing all this, these shenanigans? She would have oh. smacked him around the head. Yeah, but also Riker's whole attention would have been on Troy, for sure. Oh, yeah, for like, sure. I know your dreams. Your dreams are... Me, dare basically. I say. <laughs> but that's me, the thing. Like- that Had she been there, she'd be like, I don't want this Riker. I want the old Riker. Yeah, exactly. And that would have been her dream. It's like the episode would have been over, like as soon as it happened. It's like they don't even need, and but that would have been sexist because then it's like, oh, but the woman saves him. It's like, "Mm, yeah, that's that's awkward. I yeah, I can I can't really see an episode that would have worked with her in it. So I guess that does make sense that she was on the planet. Just remove (laughs) her. No, we don't need her. It's fine. Get out. Get out. Troy, fuck off. Boy, it's a good thing that player wasn't here this week. Yeah, otherwise I got a real weird and real awkward. But at least it would have maybe opened up the... Maybe she also would have gotten a fantasy revealed or something. And maybe, maybe. it wouldn't have been... Too, or maybe one of the other ones... Other ones. One of the other, other females. <laughs> one of the other females would have gotten some of the things. Female humans. Fuck, I'm becoming... I'm becoming <laughs> like the fucking writers. I'm yep. referring yep. to them It's, studying, the it's infecting your brain. Uh, Let's get out of here before, um, yeah. before it gets too Let's deep. Stop. But there is one okay. last thing we need to do before um, yes. before we leave. The thing we do every I week, agree. we pick a character from the episode uh, and talk about how we'd use them in an RPG, uh, either as a player character or an NPC. And mine is pretty obvious this week. Uh, I'm picking William T. Riker. Oh, oh, oh! All right, go for it. it. It's partly Played. because he's like one of them. Like, there's not that many characters in this episode, and I've already picked Picard and Worf, and yeah, actually, <laughs> uh, but Riker. Oh. I forgot about Yah. Sorry uh, for this one. Yeah, going. yeah, everyone forgot about what Yah for this one. <laughs> Riker is that, that character or that player who's asked the the game master for like this cool magic item or a cool weapon or something and has quickly realized that they've broken the game and it's like it's no longer fun. Yeah. And they're like, you're I, right. what if I did this? What if I got all my wish powers? It's like, all right, cool, I guess we're playing a different game now. Uh, <laughs> but also just in general. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. Just, just in general, he exudes like player character energy. He does, he does for sure. It's um, it's definitely the attitude of like, I don't know what I'm doing, and also, what is this that I've yeah. been given, and also, what do I need to do? Just explain everything to me, please. Yeah. I'm not sure what I'm doing. Uh, uh, so that's my pick for the way. I'm go- I'm going to hold him as like a half pick because he didn't actually do all that much, and I'm not sure how I'd make him like a full character. But just those his themes in this episode were um were player character. 
Yeah, I agree. I think like the themes for sure are definitely play a character and interesting for a play character to kind of like be confronted with. Like, I'm not sure if I like the way that it played out in this episode, but I like the concept of having like a play character of some group being given like godlike powers and then confronted with a moral decision of like, oh, hey, you know, there are particular you can chance that it's going to corrupt you. Maybe like you have to make a role whenever you decide to use it. Maybe that's leaning more towards like a Call of Cthulhu type system where you have to roll for sanity or something problematic like that. But but yeah, but I I do like the idea of like, yeah, for a player character having that like dilemma. I think that's pretty that's pretty dope. But yeah, I just wish it was less less freaky sex space. I mean, maybe yep. more freaky sex space, but maybe less with a 15-year-old boy in the room. Um, yes. Or something. <laughs> I can't remember if I've picked Riker for anything yet. Did you I pick have, the last episode? unfortunately. Yeah. Which I don't know if it was last Riker? episode, but it might have been for Justice. Oh, yeah. Okay, that tracks. Um, oh, geez. Who would I pick that? Maybe, maybe I'm going to pick Wolf this time. But That's fair. Just to, just to throw, just to throw some Spanners, or maybe not actually. I don't know. It's a good wolf episode. It is a good wolf episode. He does have a lot of good, like good one-liners, like flim flam, and you know, not for me, sex lady. Mm -hmm. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, that episode with. I know it's a Q episode, and it comes back later in like I think it's like season three, maybe even. But like Q comes back and like immediately starts throwing fantasy women like sexy fantasy women at Riker like Mm -hmm. on the bridge like surrounds him with like sexy ladies and Riker goes like I don't need your fantasy women (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Wolf should have said that and he should have been the first one and it should have been like a carry like a carry been a great great callback every time it's like we know about your (laughs) fantasy women Q we don't need your fantasy women get out of here Q (laughs) Q um Jeez, who am I gonna pick? I guess Troy. I'll pick Troy. She was Troy. away. She was doing her own shit. Thankfully, away, away of... on a side quest or something. There was a lot more interesting yes. than what everyone else is up to. Man, I would love it if she just had the most like amazing, like <laughs> amazing, like crazy, sexy time on some <laughs> yeah. like riser esque planet without will and like her whole dilemma was like the morality of being like man i feel bad i'm having such a great time i wonder what the other guys are doing and they'll just all fucking around with sexy klingon ladies but yeah <laughs> uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna pick troy because Excellent. i feel like i'm either troy or uh miss crosby i think oh yeah yeah, Tashia. give give Tashia some some stuff. I feel that Troy's probably a better one. The the Sir Not Appearing yeah. <laughs> in This Film Award has gone to a number of people so far <laughs> in this series. Yeah, yeah, that's um, great. Excellent. Okay, okay. All right. So that is that's us. That is us right. for for the week. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe because we are here every week. Next week we'll be listening. Oh, we'll be talking about uh, episode ten, Haven. Um, in Ooh. which I well I know that it's, tr- it's about Troy. Everyone, come in. We'll, we'll hear about ah. Troy. Maybe but I jumped so- the gun then. <laughs> Too late now. <laughs> no. Okay. Fair. So uh, subscribe on wherever podcasts are found. We do appreciate every single listener. And if you want to get in touch with us, you, you can send an email to dndntvpod at gmail or reach out on Twitter and Instagram, which is at dndntvpod. Leave a review if you're so inclined uh, or just leave a rating. That would be really appreciated as well because it gets to our small listeners. But if you know someone yeah. who loves Star Trek, uh, shoot them this podcast if they like D&D and RPGs <laughs> as well because I'm sure they'll love it. Who wouldn't? They, this they, is a great yeah, podcast. 
us to us, us, us bitching about D&D and also Star Trek and, and all the fun all the fun squad. I'm sure they'll the love it. I'm sure you'll love it. And the hand waving and the acting and the gesturing and the cue and the and the sex fantasy women. I mean, what's not to love? It's a great time. But uh, it is. but yes. It really is. So <laughs> until next time, uh, stay safe, be kind to yourselves, and may all your hits be crits. And Wesley crush it. Love you guys. Bye.